Hi, welcome to my podcast. Um, I don't, I still don't know this many years in how to look natural on camera by myself. And, um, you would also think my ADHD would be able to carry me through an entire, uh, podcast by myself, but, uh, it doesn't. What a magnificent first 30 seconds of a podcast. Um, I didn't really have a topic that I decided on. I had like a few of them. Some of them I'm just so bored of already and I haven't even said anything about it. Other ones I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. But it would take like five minutes to start and finish. Um, so I guess I'll start with the one that'll take like five minutes. And hopefully another one pops into my head. I'm unmedicated enough where that should be a thing. <laughs> so, um, I'll talk about my, uh, physical well-being. Um, so I'll start with like general stuff. I uh, weigh around 220 pounds when the pandemic started. Um, I weighed around 150 and climbing. I, w I was gaining a little bit of weight, so I can't really blame it on the pandemic. The, the pandemic is a good starting point because that's when I started to actually notice my weight gain. I used to not weigh that much. I weighed around... 140 and kind of plateaued there throughout the rest of high school and towards the end of my senior year is when the pandemic started and um when the pandemic was starting that's when i started to notice my metabolism slowing down i weighed around 150 145 150 and then i started noticing like stretch marks and stuff and all that I think around mid-2021, I was officially, like, 180-something. I had gained around 30 pounds. And then I got into... Well, I shouldn't even say I got into it. Uh, someone forced me into a car accident. Uh, I was hit head-on. So, due to my injuries, I was, like, not really able to move for a while. So, it took me six months before I could move again to somewhat of a capacity that I was at before. And I ended up climbing to about 200 pounds, a little over that, and then slowly got to 220. And so um, I've plateaued there. I've been at 220 for at least the last year and a half. And steps I've taken to... Um, t steps I've taken to um, counteract that are a calorie deficit diet which I've tried and failed at multiple times but I keep trying it um, and also a uh, I've cut out beef entirely and there's actually a big reason why I've done that now I will say before I get into that, I've lost about five pounds um, so far. I bought a scale, and I weigh 216 right now, so almost five pounds. 
rounding up. We're trying to be positive here. I weigh around 216. So, um, I cut out beef around July 2021. Yeah, I want to say beginning of July 2021. Right now it's beginning of July 2023. So I've, I've not had any beef willingly in the last two years. I've like accidentally consumed a teeny amount of beef due to it, like just being thrown into like a taco that I ate that was, cause it got cross contaminated when it was being made. So it was a chicken taco, but there was like a little tiny piece of beef in it. And it was so gross. Like Taco Bell beef after not eating it for so long tastes so disgusting. Um, Oh, that. And I also bit into a steak talk, a steak burrito, not knowing there was steak in it twice in the same day because I got it wrong two times in a row and I had to spit it out every time uh, and I know a little bit of it got in me because I had a horrible stomach ache but um, see like I've tasted beef too but I haven't consumed it willingly in two years and I haven't consumed enough of it to consider that a break in the streak so little coca-cola break so um i've cut out beef because i don't know why i I get this weird feeling in my head where i feel like someone's outside the door listening and it stops my train of thought i cut out beef because at the time i was like relentlessly eating it i i wasn't thinking about what i was eating uh, anytime we went out to eat somewhere, automatically I went, oh, I need a burger. I get the big old burger, and then we get the cheese on it. Every time without fail. And, um, so, you know, like, we would go to, uh, like, Steak and Shake. And I would be like, a garlic burger all the way. I want the garlic burger. We'd go to, uh, Taco Mac, I'd be like, I want a, I want a cheeseburger. Red Robin, I want a burger, you know. Um, ow. If I went to Taco Bell, I'd be like, okay, I want beef this, beef that. Um, a steak taco, anything with beef in it. I never even considered chicken, which is a far healthier meat to consume. And so cutting out beef uh, was kind of this thing where I was forcing myself to think about what I was eating uh, more often. So like, uh, for instance, now if I want to eat somewhere like, okay, what places have chicken that I don't want to throw up? Like I, I haven't had Culver's in a long time. I started this, uh, no beef thing, like right after a Freddy's had opened near us. And so I've had Freddy's maybe twice and not once since I cut it off. So Freddy's is cut out. Culver's not, really an option because i don't like their chicken there i only ever got a butter burger from them so they're off the table too steak and shake i only ever get like a grilled cheese from there if i ever go you know because usually we're just going for a milkshake and maybe some food so like there's now places that i can't go to anymore taco bell i don't go to because they get my order wrong too much and put beef on my stuff that's another obstacle i have to make sure they don't put because if they put beef on something i can't eat it you know, if, if if I eat it, then I'm going to get pretty ill. You know, it's like having a vegan eat meat for the first time in years. It's going to make them violently ill. They don't have the, the enzymes to digest it. 
Um, and that's another thing to consider when you stop eating red meat or anything like that. If you've gone at least three weeks without doing it, you have to slowly ease back into it or else you can get really sick. Um, it's like food poisoning, basically. Like, you're not going to die from it, but you'll throw up, probably, or have really bad, like, bowel movements. So, also, beef causes cancer. So, you know, there you go. Less likely to get cancer if you stop eating red meat. Um, so, you know, like, if I want to eat somewhere, it's like, okay, it's not the healthiest, but McDonald's has chicken nuggets. There's one thing. Chick-fil-A, chicken sandwich. Um, Nukes, you know, they got some healthy stuff. They have, like, a barbecue chicken pizza that I love eating. They have a pesto chicken sandwich. Um, I'm not, like, a big salad guy, so I can't... I, I wish I could eat salad. Um, if I go to the store, I'll get, like, a sub with ham on it. Or I'll get a fruit bowl. I love fruit. Um... You know, stuff like that, I, I have to consider my options. Um, one of the easiest things for me is going to a seafood place, because it's just seafood. There's no beef on that menu. So <laughs> it's all fish. So, you know, that's easier uh, to do. Um, I'm only ever getting seafood in, like, a, in Florida or something at the beach, maybe. Um... God, what else? What other challenges do I encounter? I guess I have ordered burgers from Red Robin and like swapped out the meat. You you can keep eating burgers. I uh, get like I've tried their Impossible Burger. It's not that good. Um, I'll sometimes get like a turkey patty. And I used to never eat turkey patties before this so now like if i want to make burgers i get turkey patties and they're pretty good i make a pretty good turkey burger with colby jack cheese and a lot of seasoning that makes it taste really good um i get like the frozen patties um let's see uh i've had a veggie burger it's okay um but like I'm not like I I try to avoid burgers for the most part. I don't like doing the mouthful of can I sub in the meat for this? You know, like I'll do like a chicken sandwich, and that's about it. Like that's all my sandwiches really are. Um, let's see. Like one thing I've noticed is that I don't eat cheese as much. Like. Because cheese was always on the burger. And if I'm getting a chicken sandwich, usually I'm not putting cheese on it. Um, but yeah, so I stopped eating beef because of how I was eating it at an uncontrollable rate. There's a lot of fat in beef. And clearly it's working because I don't weigh that... I, I haven't gained a lot of weight. Like, if I had kept eating beef, I would probably weigh at least... 260 by now at the with the current trend what does my mic shake whenever i talk into it <laughs> i guess i'm hitting it with my mouth that probably wasn't very pleasant to hear um yeah i mean i, I think at the with the trend that i had going for me I, I would be on my way to 300 pounds which i am glad i stopped eating beef when i did 
Because even though like the accident kind of made it seem like it wasn't working, I think the fear of throwing up and having to like retrain my stomach to eat to eat beef was enough motivation for me to just stop eating it. And you know, it makes it difficult sometimes. Like if we're going to a gathering, like my mom can't make stuff with beef in it as much as she would want to. Like if she, if I'm going over to her house and she's making tacos, she'll get turkey, like ground turkey instead of ground beef, which I I do I I do end up feeling kind of bad that people have to accommodate me, but a lot of the people in my life don't mind. Like my dad will make jokes. He's like, "All right, so you want a giant burger for dinner, right?" Like he knows, and um, he he'll make like a, he'll like grill a steak for himself and make me a pork chop. Like he knows I don't eat beef, and um, like. Like, you know, like, if we're going over to a family gathering, sometimes I won't say it and I'll show up. And if there's, like, something with beef in it, I'll just eat all the sides. But that that rarely ever happens. Um, yeah, the, I, I kind of miss steak. Because my dad would grill steaks. And I kind of miss it. Um, burgers, I do miss sometimes. Like, I'll look at a picture of a burger. Especially a garlic burger. And I'm like, oh my god. I wish I could eat that burger. But I will say one thing that uh, keeps me away from temptation is that I don't remember what beef tastes like. After about a year in, I had that sudden realization I, I don't remember what beef actually tastes like. And so a lot of that, like, oh, man, I hope one day I can start eating beef again and all that. Like, I hope it's soon and all that. That kind of went away because I all of a sudden just couldn't remember what beef tasted like. And, you know, like, obviously someday I, I will probably start eating beef, but I would like to be at the very least under 200 pounds and if i can get to under 200 then my target weight is 180 180 i'll be okay if i plateau at 180 then that's all i'm asking for if i can get below 180 like maybe to 160 that'd be cool that would be a cool goal to go for but for right now i want to at least drop under 200 and then after that go down to 180 and then try to stay there if not lose even more weight cuz like i want i want a jawline again you know i had a nice jawline before all the weight and i i mostly keep the beard to cover it up like as shitty of a beard as it is and of course my girlfriend would disagree with me she hates it whenever i shave it but you know like as a as shitty of a beard as it is, I still keep it because of my uh, self-image problems. I'm going to pull up what I looked like uh, before the pandemic. Because uh, I have videos from not that long before. So, like... 
Oh my god, dude. It's really funny. I like look at how I used to look. I look like a fucking alien. Why do I look like that? Yeah, so that's me. That this right here is me uh like right before the pandemic. This is January 1st, 2020. And I weighed probably around 145 in that in that video. And you know, and obviously I look at myself in this and I'm like, oh my God, I look beyond creepy. I look like a fucking alien from another planet. Like, look at me, dude. I look like a fucking prey mantis. But, you know, I, I don't want to look like that. But that's what I used to look like. So you can understand that in a three year, three and a half year time span. The fact that I look like uh, this now. You know, it, it, it messes with your head a little bit. I don't know, like, I'm so used to how I look right now that I'm sure if I lost weight, I would I would think I looked strange. Here, let me see what I looked like back in... I guess October. Let's see. What's a good... Because I, I know I, I had more fat in my face around October, I think. God, what's up with the quality on the screen? Um, I guess I had just shaved, too. I don't look too different. But like I, f I feel like I've lost a little bit of fat in my face. Because that's what I looked like in October, yeah. I don't, know, I don't look that different, but um, I'd say my face is a lot more round in this in this stream, you know. Also, shout out to Twitch having a better streaming codec than YouTube because the YouTube codec looked like looks like absolute dog ass compared to Twitch. You have to be like a big streamer to have a good. Um, to have a good quality stream on YouTube, or you have to stream in like four in like four K or fourteen forty p. Yeah, um, you know. See, anyway, so yeah, I I haven't eaten beef in two years. That's like my big dietary uh, feat. You know, like that's my big accomplishment that I've been able to pull off is not eating uh, beef for two years. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, so I, I've, I've, I've been doing that. That's like my general health update. I, I weigh 216 right now, and hopefully I will weigh a lot less soon. Time for the more recent health updates. <laughs> Because I don't know what happened to me. Um, I think I'm fine now. I won't know until probably after tomorrow. I don't know how long I'll feel like this. But um, I'm hoping I feel like this forever until the next time I get sick. So at the beginning of June, 
uh, and it, it showed up in a few of my streams. I was having like a like horrible coughing fits. I was waking up in the middle of the night, just hacking my head off, and I was taking like a cocktail of drugs basically to sleep at night and to get through the day. And it started. It was like the first week of June, and I, uh, I, I go to work, and I'm like, okay, something feels off. I think I'm getting sick. Um, like, oh my god, I hope it's not that serious. That night, I had a 100.5 degree fever. I want to say, from what I remember, I just know that it was like flashing red and beeping at me when I took it. So my fever was super high and um I was in the middle of my calorie deficit diet. And one thing you have to learn when you're dieting is that when you get sick, you have to start eating more. And if you don't, you're going to stay sick longer, I think. I'm not a doctor, but I did start to feel a little better when I uh, doubled how much I ate for breakfast and I would eat a little extra for lunch I will say that I did start to feel better when I started doing that so um, so that night yeah so then I wake up the next day and I think I just didn't go to work because uh, that's just something I can do I'm in a special position where I can just do that and I was like alright I need to get medication and all of that. So I, I get these, uh, Dayquil pills and I get, um, I already had ibuprofen. I was taking that. And the reason I was taking that is because I started to develop this sore throat, but it wasn't a sore throat. I was used to, it was like swollen tonsils. Like my whole throat was swelling it hurt to swallow, it hurt to talk, and it felt like my throat was just slowly closing. And that was like the beginning of it, and it was unbearable, and I like, I couldn't take it, I could barely eat stuff, like I was forcing it down and all that. So I got the ibuprofen for the throat, I already had the ibuprofen, I don't know why I'm saying I got it. I was taking that for the throat, and I was taking the Dayquil pills for the cough, and the other symptoms, and it was kind of working. It was working enough where I felt like I could keep taking them. <sighs> Excuse me. And that's the coke talking. And then I was taking NyQuil to sleep. And the NyQuil was fucking me up. It was fucking up my circadian rhythm because I was still waking up, but, like, super groggy. And I, like... I even, like, had an accident one night. Like, that's how deep into my sleep I was getting. But if I didn't take the medicine, I would wake up at, like, 1 or 2 a.m. and just cough and cough and cough and then maybe sleep. And, like, I would be getting in bed with cough drops. I was downing cough drops like it was nothing. I think I spent at least 20 bucks on cough drops, like those little rolls of it and the bags of them and all that. And so... Yeah, like I would be going to bed with a cough drop in my mouth. Um, if I woke up in the middle of the night in a coughing fit, I would pop another cough drop and fall asleep with it uh, in my mouth. Like I wouldn't fall asleep until it was small enough where I know I could just swallow it and or it would just dissolve 
if I like kept it in the pocket of my mouth, like dip. <laughs> so I was doing that. Do not, I do not recommend that, by the way. That was super dangerous that I was doing that because I could have just inhaled it. Then I would have had a cough drop in my lungs, dissolve into my lungs, and then that would have been a whole thing, having methanol melt into your lungs. Um, <laughs> so, and I was having these like horrible wheezing coughs. I sounded like a trumpet. This is day three. <laughs> like, this is where all these symptoms were coming out. So a whole week goes by, and, like, before the whole week goes by, let me let me get to the end of that week. So this was, like, a Monday that I started feeling this. By Friday, I was supposed to go to my mom's house. I go over there. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, like, at this point, my ear has closed up. Um, I have, like, a horrible ear infection. It's, like, ringing, and it's super swollen, and I can't hear anything out of it. So this is the list. I have an ear infection. I have a respiratory infection, I think. And I have a swollen throat. Now, uh, I go to my mom's house. I bring uh, the, ho- the whole cocktail. I have the Dayquil. I, I have, uh, and it was like low blood pressure Dayquil, the liquid form. It was like to lower my blood pressure, basically. I had this disgusting NyQuil honey. Um, I just wanted name brand NyQuil. I should have just gotten the the CVS version. Honey NyQuil tastes like pure dog shit. Um, and then I had my cough drops and I had my ear drops for my ear infection. All of those. I was taking all of them. And I even had Benadryl on me in case I needed it. And I had allergy pills and ibuprofen on me too. For the cats and for the, the for the throat. So that's like seven different medications on standby in my travel bag for this trip. Uh, I come back. Um, I still feel horrible. So I, I go a few more days. It's still not going by. I'm like, okay, I've been doing this for a week and a half now. So I go to the doctor. I go to urgent care. And I get to urgent care, and they're like, all right, you know, they do a COVID test. I don't have COVID. I have a mask on in there. But I said to them, I was like, dude, nobody else I know has this. I don't know where I got it. Uh, I had a coworker that was sick, but he didn't get nearly as sick as me. He had somewhat similar symptoms, but no one else around him got sick. I got sick a f- like a f- long few days after him. And he didn't get nearly as sick as me. And he has a disease that makes him even more prone to being more sick than me. And so um, I was like, I don't know what it is. And so they look at my throat and everything, and they're like, you know what? You have strep. Here's an amoxicillin prescription just to get me something. It was an antibiotic. So I took amoxicillin for, I think it was a week. It was, uh, I think, a pill in the morning. And a pill in the evening. Yeah, a pill in the morning and a pill in the evening. <laughs> Without showing the bottle. Yeah, it was 125 milligrams of amoxicillin. Take uh, one tablet two times a day for seven days. And take with a probiotic. And I did exactly that. A week later... Yeah, there were 14 of them, so I, I took it for a week. A week later... um. 
still feeling just as horrible. Like it, I, I thought it was working, but I still had the cough and all of that. And then it like the ear infection had gone away and the sore throat had gone away. And so we're two and a half weeks in and the cough is still horrible. I was still waking up at like one or 2 AM and I would cough so bad. It felt like somebody was taking my lungs and just flattening them as much as they could. And then at the end of the coughing fit, releasing and letting it reinflate. And it, it, you know, I had white phlegm coming up, all of this. So, uh, you know, like another, I want to say another week goes by. Let me look at my calendar. I can get like a general feel for the timeline. So, yeah, go to the doctor. I finish the prescription. Yeah, yeah. And so I talk about it on my stream on the 26th. I say, you know, because I had to go off off the stream for a second to take a phone call from the doctor's office, them telling me I have to come back in because I called them an hour before. Uh, I say, I'm going to have to go back to the doctor and get more meds. So yeah, like the 22nd is when my pills ran out and I go back to the doctor on the 28th, I think 28th or 29th. No, it was the 28th. I get a prescription for prednisone, which is a steroid. They no longer think it's a, uh, like a respiratory infection. They think it's like a respiratory virus that my body's not able to fight off on its own. So, uh, you know, I, I go get it on the 29th and I don't take, I don't start taking it till the 4th of July because I knew I was going to be drinking on my beach trip that I went on. I'm 21. (laughs) I knew I was going to be drinking and I didn't want to be on a steroid and drinking at the same time. I didn't know what it would do. I didn't know that prednisone doesn't have any interactions with alcohol at the time. I didn't look it up, but, um, I later found out it didn't, so it didn't matter, but still, I was playing it safe. So Monday, I had to take two before breakfast, one after lunch, one after dinner, and then two before bed. Yeah, two before bed. The next day, it's the same thing, but uh, one before breakfast, I'm pretty sure. And then the next day, it's the same thing, except uh, only one before bed. Then the next day, it's just the before breakfast, uh, after dinner, and before bed. Then before breakfast and after, or, and before bed. Then before breakfast. Then that's it. I'm pretty sure that was six days, right? I don't remember, but it, it lasted six days and it was in descending order. And um, so I started on the fourth, and it ran. I I ran out yesterday so today's the first day i haven't taken it but i was on like a six day steroid treatment i feel fine if i have coughed it's been like (coughs) light coughs like that not these like deep kind of coughs like quacking coughs more of just a light normal cough and i even went on a long walk today with with no coughing afterwards uh, there was a day where I had to walk to the store because my car doesn't work. I believe that was June 18th. And, yeah, I had to walk to the store. 
And by the time I came back, I was like wheezing. Same thing with the, um, the heat was so bad at the beach that like, I think it was the second, no, it was the, th- it was the first on the first. I like ran back to our condo because I wasn't wearing any shoes and it was hot on the ground. And I ran all the way to the elevator. Once I got in the elevator, dude, I was like, <gasps> like, like gasping for air. I, I can't even recreate it. Like it was such a specific sound. <coughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I was like literally struggling to grab any air I could. Uh, and I hadn't started the steroids yet. I had them on me in case I wanted to start them and it got really bad, but I hadn't taken them yet. I would say it worked. Um, you know, I, I would say they worked. I don't feel the respiratory stuff as much anymore. Um, there is like a somewhat of a general pressure in my chest, <laughs> but I think now that I'm talking about it, it's kind of bringing it out, but nothing extreme. I don't feel anything like I did before. Now let's talk about the effects of the prednisone. One thing you should avoid on prednisone is caffeine. I forgot these had caffeine in them, so I drank like one of these while I was on it. It's not a big deal. Um, but so yeah, one of the effects of prednisone is caffeine. And, or one of the effects, one of the things you shouldn't do on prednisone is caffeine. Um, prednisone increases your blood pressure and boosts your adrenaline. And if you're on caffeine, it can sort of counteract the effects of the steroid and also have some complications from what I've read. So I just avoided it. Um, One shocking realization I had on the first day of being on it was how clear my head was. There's usually a lot going on up here. There's a lot of like, like my inner monologue screaming at me about whatever and then there's like the present me you know my ego coming forward and like making decisions so you have like my my um inner ego everybody has this uh where they have like their inner voice and then the way that they portray themselves it's something about like different the three egos it's one of those and um so you know i noticed that that inner voice in my head was kind of not there and if it was then it was just like me kind of just talking myself through something i was doing less so me criticizing something i'm doing or a decision i'm about to make or like debating with myself whether i should do something more of a are you doing this thing just remember to do this like more of just like a normal reminder kind of voice um like a guide which i think is what a lot of normal people have and i am going somewhere with this when i keep saying normal people have this and i don't um because now that i've been off of it today has been the most disorienting and chaotic day i've had since last week uh but on day one i was like huh a lot quieter up here and about Midway through the day, I think I had just taken the the lunch pill. So I'm like three down at this rate. Did I, I take the... 
No, I had just taken... It was the middle of the day. I don't remember. But I was like, okay, I, I, you know, I, I, my head feels a lot clearer. I feel a lot more oddly calm, but also very energized to do things. I feel very motivated. That was like my big um, change for that day. Day two rolls around. And I start to realize that I'm like very focused. Um, and I have undiagnosed ADHD. Um, for the weirdos out there that hear that and go, oh, you need a diagnosis to know for sure. I have it. Everyone I've asked says I have it. I have friends that have it. I have a coworker that even said to me last week, dude, you, you probably have it. Because <laughs> he has it. And, you know, you don't always need a medical diagnosis for that, but it definitely helps to have one when you want to be medicated. And I am not medicated, and I should be. This um, steroid thing has made me come to the conclusion that I need a medical diagnosis for this and be on a prescription. Because uh, on day two, I was like, huh, I am focusing on things i'm very motivated to get things done i'm like not getting very distracted by other tasks i'm able to sequence out each task that i'm doing instead of being like a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of this then bounce back to this then bounce back to that then forget about this completely and realize later oh shoot i forgot to finish that and then interrupt another thing that I'm already doing later that day to finish the thing I forgot to do. Then I forget that new thing. Like instead of doing that, it was very much, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. Okay. I'm done with that. Then I'm going to do this. And Oh, like while I'm doing this, I do have time to do this as well. I can multitask. Okay. I'm done with this. Now to put all my energy into this other thing that I was multitasking on. Okay, I'm done with that. Now to move on to this other thing. That needs my full attention. And I was very sequenced. And like. I wasn't dissociating. That was another thing. I was listening to my girlfriend talk. And I realized I was hearing everything. Usually I hear about 80% of what she says. And then the other 20% I've dissociated. And she knows that. Because every time she tells me a story. I go. Can you repeat this one part. That I'm not too sure about the details on. I can't really remember what you said but I also don't really remember if I was even able to hear what you said, but I was trying to listen to you. I w this time I was like a hundred percent zoned in. I was dialed in and we were at a, a restaurant eating pizza. And I, I noticed while we were in there, I was like, huh? Usually when I go out to a restaurant, I'm like nervously looking around, looking at who all's in there staring at like the kitchen being like impatiently being like where's my food you know this time i was just in the moment i wasn't thinking about the food or anything i wasn't thinking about how long it would take um and um i was like you know it's weird i'm like not fidgeting i'm not stressing about my surroundings that much like, I was aware of my surroundings, but I wasn't, like, frantically looking at it and uh, darting my attention elsewhere. I was very focused on the conversation I was having. 
and even though I was like boosted with energy because of the steroids, I felt very at peace, not calm. I felt at peace, like I could finally just relax. And I spoke to my mom about this, and I was like, you know, I throughout my entire life. I can't say I remember a time where I ever felt like this. And that was a really crushing uh, realization to come to. Because, like, I knew before that I had a a form of ADHD. I, I knew after high school, I was like, the only way to explain why I did so poorly because I could smash a test like it was nothing. No studying, nothing. I could destroy a test. But if you asked me to do homework, I would like, I'd rather build a nuclear submarine than do homework. Like, you know, I would find every other thing to do except for the stuff I needed to be doing. And I felt like it's held me back for a lot of my existence. And I, you know, I was able to acknowledge that and it didn't affect me all that much because I'm like, okay, it's just who I am, you know. It's a part of me. But now I, now that I've had a taste of what not having ADHD is like, it's so soul-crushing to know the hoops I'm going to have to go through to get to that point again. And, you know, like, did I notice a personality change? A little. And, you know, that might just be because it's prednisone. It's not like it's Vyvanse or Adderall. It's a steroid. Its its main purpose is not treating ADHD. I've heard both arguments where some people, it says that it makes their ADHD worse. Other people, I've seen a lot of people be like, it actually somehow made me less. It, like, one guy said it felt like he was on Adderall. And I was like, that's very validating to know I got a small taste of what not having ADHD is like. But now that I'm off of the prednisone and like, you know, today I feel so chaotic. Like, I don't know what I wanted to do today. I felt very disoriented, very disorganized. I felt like I wasted a lot of time today. Like I didn't do what I wanted to do. You know, it, today has been um, very much a damn. I wish I had like an ADHD med. I wish I had a way to shut that part off again and feel normal. Feel what I think was what normal feels like. I thought that TV was off. Um,. But, you know, and I'm sure a lot of people with ADHD will understand that, what life was like before the diagnosis, what life is like after. But I I cannot think of a time before the steroids when I felt like that. It was such an odd experience. So, you know, it's... It sucks that it took a body-altering, super unhealthy steroid to realize that. Because if I, if I was on like a 10-day plan, my face would be all puffy and 
I'd be gaining a lot of weight. I, I will say towards the end of my my six day dosage on like day five and six, I started noticing weakness in my joints and in my my bones, like my right arm. Um, I could tell was super weak. I tried to plug in something in the back of my computer for my stream a couple days ago, and I I almost couldn't. Like I kept like I didn't have the strength to really hold the cable, and it, I kept shaking. It kept slipping out of my hand. And I noticed my legs like felt super odd. They felt super weak and super jelly-ish. And you know, I, I was clearly feeling the side effects towards the end of like the joint weakness and the um, lack of reaction time. I will say that I noticed my reaction time was very like my cognitive reactions were very uh, slow. Um, but you know, it, it it sucks that it took taking that to make me know what feeling normal feels like. It, it's it's like uh, the first time I got uh, like buzzed off of uh, drinking, um, and even flat out drunk, but mostly like buzzed enough where I was still cognitive. Um, I have Tourette syndrome. That is something I actually do have a diagnosis for, and when you are drinking or on some kind of like medication that kind of calms down your nervous like your uh, nervous system it, your tics kind of stop like almost completely and when i was like you know drinking uh one day then i realized i wasn't ticking like the it just hit me and my friend was like yeah i haven't noticed uh you ticking very much and i'm like yeah i i uh haven't noticed it either and usually i don't notice it it's like breathing for me but it like hit me i was like yeah i haven't really ticked at all um and that was like my moment of like oh that's what people feel like all the time when they don't have tourettes <laughs> like god it must feel great to not have have the urge to to not have the urge to uh, blink a thousand times a second or have weird, like, muscle movements in your abdomen or move your neck in a weird way that ends up making it sore the next day or moving your hand in a certain direction. And that that's, yeah, so that was a similar experience to how I felt taking the steroids, is that it, like, quelled my ADHD. It was very, um, it was a very eye-opening, almost kind of sad experience. But um, in terms of my physical health, it did get rid of my respiratory uh, thing. I think <laughs> I don't, I don't feel it anymore. You know, I, I just don't. Um, so that's that's good. You know. Um. Yeah, see, wow, look, look at that. I did the unthinkable. I, I took a, that was weird, the lighting switched up so hard back there. I took a topic that I thought would take me five minutes to get through, and I swept through it in 48 minutes, uh, almost. So that's, um, that's nice. <laughs> I guess that's the main focus of the episode. I mean... Yeah, starting out with my weight loss and my my 
decision not to eat beef, and then the way that I got sick, and the treatments I did to do it, or to get through it, and then the way that it, like, unintentionally solved my ADHD. What a, what a nice little topic that I <laughs> And I get to enjoy my sodi That lasted me the full hour, almost. Um, why is DDoS trending? Oh, I, who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, so that, that's my, my health journey, uh, the last month or so. So yeah, in total that, that, the whole respiratory uh, fiasco lasted me almost an entire month, and it's expensive, dude. All the the medications I was buying in June was expensive. If I if I didn't have health insurance, like I have health insurance now, I've only had health insurance for a year and a half. Um, with health insurance, I paid like thirty bucks in my copay for the doctor's visit, and then I paid another. I want to say $20 for my antibiotics. And then I paid around $30 for the steroids. So that's about 80 bucks. Um, and then the medications that I was buying, I think I spent upwards of $50. So that's about $130 in total to treat this unknown illness that I had. I still don't know what I had. They never made an official diagnosis other than we think it's this, take this. If it works, don't come back. If it if it doesn't work, come back and we'll give you something different. Um I don't know, is it possible I have undiagnosed or untreated asthma? Maybe. Cause I, I told the doctor, I said, look, every time I get sick, no matter what it is, I have a cough once I'm no longer sick, or the cough starts while I'm sick. Or every time I sneeze, I have to cough after I sneeze. And it's always like a really wet cough. Very loaded. And they were like, huh. And that's kind of what made them do the steroids in the first place. But they were like, yeah, you know, COVID really uh, probably exacerbated that. And I went, well, I've never had COVID. And she was like, well, you know, um you know, still you might've got something during the pandemic. And I'm like, well, this whole like coughing while being sick thing started in 2018. So, you know, it's, it's, you gotta give me something better than that. (laughs) It started around the time I got the flu in early 2018 and it's happened every time I've gotten sick since then. So, um, yeah, even in even when I got sick in 2020, I got sick in September 2020 from a friend, and we all got it. Our whole friend group got it, all four of us. And I was the only one I think that had coughing. So that's kind of like my little medical trial to show I had some weird, mysterious thing going on. That also, I play with my hair a lot if it's not obvious. But yeah, uh, that's not evidence that I have something going on. I don't know what. But um, so my my goal by this time next year, we'll say by the time I turn twenty two, 
So around February. By the time I turn 22 years old... Oh, that's so weird. I'm going to be 22. Um, by, the ter- by the time I turn 22, I want to be at or under 200 pounds. Right now I'm at 216. It is July 10th, 2023. I want to be at least... I want to be at most 200 pounds, if not under that, by February 2024. By the time I turn 22. So that that's my um my official um my official proclamation, my official goal for now until then is to drop to uh, 200 pounds or below that and i also by then hope that i have an adhd uh, prescription or some kind of medication that treats adhd it, at the very least i want the diagnosis so those are the goals uh weight loss and adhd treatment um Hopefully I don't get another respiratory thing. If I do, I'm going to have to make them give me something stronger. I'm going to be like, here's my medical history with this. The fact that I've gotten it again, kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, hopefully I can continue breathing right. I'll be like, hopefully. Um, Hopefully I can also do this podcast more consistently. I keep saying that and then I don't. It's like my weight loss. I get a good thing going and then I fall off the face of the earth so you know I, I have this computer that can bang out videos video renders and about 20 minutes so you know this I better put this thing to work just got a new CPU this thing better crank out a video render in no time <laughs> so um damn I'm really not gonna make it to an hour I held the topic for almost an hour but I'm not gonna drag it out so you know, I, I hope you made it this far. If you actually, if anybody watches this, I hope they made it this far. And um, you know, yeah, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the episode. Hopefully, I can do this again, maybe next week. Maybe I can do it twice a month. Who knows? So, all right, uh, that's it. Peace.